So this amazing miracle you may have heard preached on many a time. It's credited in John's Gospel as Jesus' first miracle. People believe Jesus was around 30 when this happened. So if you are in your 20s and 30s, please be encouraged that God wants to use you. Jesus knew his whole life what God wanted to use him for, but only started his ministry at 30 years old. You may be feeling, if you're in your 20s and 30s, that you haven't discovered how God wants to use you yet. But Jesus knew how God wanted to use him and waited till he was 30. So why not ask God, how do you want to use me? What's the ministry you're calling me to? Is it in my job? Is it helping with the soup kitchen? Is it helping lead services, preach, do the hospitality, do welcome, whatever it may be? And for the, for the rest of you who aren't in your 20s and 30s, are you challenging people in their 20s and 30s when they're thinking that's impossible, are you helping them think that's possible? So to become intergenerational, we need 20 and 30-year-olds to step into ministry roles. We're now going to move on to our 40 and 50-year-olds. So if you are 40 and or 50 years old, please come to the front and I'll be praying for you. There's a lot of them. I'm waiting for the, the next category is 60 plus. We're going to see if we have more 50, 40 and 50 year olds or more 60 pluses. <laughs> 60 plus. <laughs> that is true. I did miss the 19 year olds out. 19 year olds, you can decide if you're 20s and 30s or if you're 12 to 18. So I'm just going to say a prayer for all of those who are 40 and 50 years old. So Lord, we thank you. Uh, that you started your that you started your ministry at 30 but we pray for these people that are in their 40s and 50s who may have already discovered their ministry or might be still looking and we pray you help them find it we thank you for a blessing they all are to all of us here especially those of us who might be children or teenagers to the people up the front here and we pray that you truly use them in our church to help us become intergenerational. Amen. And now Kai is going to bring us our next Bible reading. The next reading for today is from the Gospel of Genesis, chapter 24, starting at verse 62. Now, Isaac had come from Beer Lahai Roy, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate, and as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebekah also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel, 
and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Kai. So it's believed that Isaac was 40 years old when he met Rebecca, the promised child to Abraham and Sarah, the child who was almost sacrificed by Abraham. In the Bible, we don't really have much mentioned of Isaac before this, apart from his birth and the test of Abraham, where Isaac is not the main character. Then we have stories of Isaac from when he's 40 years and older. But the key part in this message, in this reading, that I always take away, is that Isaac was meditating. He was in a field praying. So my challenge for those of you in your 40s and 50s is how often are you meditating? How often are you praying? And through that, are you setting an example to those that are younger of how to have a faithful prayer life with God? How to meditate and spend time with God? We talked about chat and catch earlier. So how are you modeling that to children? How are you modeling that to teenagers? How are you modeling that to young adults? So to help us become more intergenerational, we need to make sure that our 40s and 50-year-olds are praying and meditating, but that we as a church are also creating space for them to do that, and we have a lot of opportunities for that coming up. We have our tea time prayer, prayer course, there's a prayer walk this afternoon, encounter the fourth Saturday of the month, and more but we also need our individual times of meditation. So those of you in 40s and 50s, are you meditating and praying? And are you setting an example for those younger than you? And our last category is 60 plus. If you are 60 plus and able, please come to the front. If you aren't able, please stand up. And Jason, where's Jason? Have you got your prayer? You, pardon? My dad has got the prayer. Ah, thank you. Okay. We, we've almost emptied the chairs. And Jason is going to pray for the 60 pluses. Dear God, please bless all the older people in our church. Help them stay healthy and happy. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Brilliant. And look how many 60 plus we have here in the church. Isn't it wonderful? You can now go sit down. So in this story, we have Anna and Simeon, who were both promised by God that they would one day meet the Savior. They had to wait till they were older to meet the Savior, to see Jesus. 
So those of you who are in this age group, I want you to think about what are the promises that God has given you throughout your life that you're still waiting to see fulfilled. And I want to encourage you and say that God will fulfill them. Then when those promises do come true, do you celebrate and praise God for those promises? Do you use the stories of God in your life to strengthen and encourage those that are younger than you? And God wants you all to be encouragers of faith. You have many a story to share about God's goodness. Why not find ways of sharing them? But I also know in my own life that I've had many a people in this age group that have been great ears to listen for me, to make me feel heard, to make me feel understood. So I want to thank each and every one of you who are 60 plus for helping people feel heard and understood. So those of us who are younger, why not spend time listening and asking questions and asking them to pray for you? And those of you who are 60 plus, think about what stories you might be able to share, even the ones that might be coming true today. So to end, to be truly intergenerational, God has a place for us all in his kingdom. And everything I've said about the different age categories applies to each and every one of us. But they're just examples of how different ages can get involved. He wants us to spend time with him. God wants us to explore and find our calling on our lives. He wants us all to serve. He wants us all to meditate. He wants us to share stories of his goodness. He wants us to listen to one another. Doing all of this will help us become truly intergenerational. So hopefully you now know what that word means. And it's amazing to see all the different ages we have represented and how many we have in each age category. And we all have a place in this church to serve and do things. So just before we have our final song, I'm going to run through some notices. There's been lots of talking, so well done to those of you that have been listening. I've probably had some of you fall asleep, haven't I, Robbie? (laughs) If you are new, please see our welcome team, and they have a welcome pack for you. There are chocolate bars. If you are new, I believe we still have some. Yeah, so please talk to our welcome team. We also couldn't do all the ministries that we do without financial help. So if you would like to give, please pick up a giving form or there's a contactless or there's a bucket uh, for money at the back. Please ask our welcome team to point you in the right direction. I believe we have some slides for some of these. So Stephen, prayer walk this afternoon. Assemble on the front steps 10 minutes after the service. And if you would like to join Jane on this prayer walk, I've been advised it's going to be about two miles of walking. So please, if you want to join in, please make sure you can walk that far. Uh, Tomorrow night, there is the Kids and Youth Vision Evening. This is primarily for parents to hear about what the plans are. But if you are another member of the church and you want to hear about the plans I have for 
uh, the kids and youth over the next academic year, please do let me know. There is a sign-up on the website in the calendar that you can sign up, and I'll send the link round tomorrow to join it. It's online from 8.30. We then have the prayer course, which starts on the 14th of September, 7 till 9 p.m. for five weeks. Next Saturday, I forgot to put the slide in for this, but next Saturday we have a youth barbecue. Uh, I believe I've made it from 7 till 9 p.m., but please double-check the email I sent out if you've got any youth. That's for year 7s to year 13. We then next Sunday have families lunch after the service downstairs at about 12.15. Please sign up so I know how much food to get. You hopefully got an email with a sign-up link. If you didn't, please give me your email and I'll send that out. Then we have a Parenting for Faith course starting on the... It's a lot of information, I'm very sorry. Parenting for Faith course starting on Monday the 25th of September online. In the evenings, please sign up. We have Youth Alpha on the 29th. Uh, on Friday the 29th of September starting 7 till 9 p.m. And then we have our Tea Time Prayer course starting this Thursday from 4 till 5. And it's on Thursdays and Fridays. If you aren't sure about all those notices, please talk to me afterwards and I'll run through them again for you. That was a lot of information. Please stand as we sing our final two songs.